Thank you so much, President Higgins, for those insightful words, which I think we can all agree with. Um, it's a really unexpected privilege to have been asked to say something in response, so thank you for that. To begin with, again, I'm sure on behalf of everyone here today, I would like to thank you, Sabina, and all of the wonderful staff here at the Aurus for this wonderful reception, recognizing the outstanding women scientists and researchers, and I sort of say the science family. I know we're not all scientists, but the science family, we're all here. Those who are here today and the trailblazers who have gone before. As I said, I originally trained in genetics, but I've worked with Science Foundation Ireland for over a decade. I oversee Science for Society, which supports a broad range of research and education activities. Most recently, we've set up research projects to develop solutions for problems like long hospital waiting lists, breast cancer diagnostics, and pollution from mining, to name but a few. As it happens, I've only been back to work a few weeks after maternity leave. Um, some of you may know that. And for those of you that have done that, uh, you might agree that the first few weeks before you go back are the hardest. You know, you, you worry about whether the children will be happy in creche and school. You know, will the logistics work? Will your brain function at all when you get back into the office with the sleep deprivation? We'll see. Um, <laughs> um, but a couple of months ago, I was talking to my five-year-old daughter, Ayla, who I brought today. And I explained to her that I would soon be back in work and I wouldn't have as much time to spend with her and I would miss her. Um, and she looked at me and she said, Mama, well, I'll miss you too, but you have to go back to work because <laughs> science is important. And <laughs> I immediately had two thoughts. One, indoctrination complete, <laughs> check. And two, it was a good time to be reminded of that for me. Um, you know, as President Higgins said, in many ways, science has never been more important. He reminded us that it will surely be the key to solving many of the challenges that we face, and it is changing our world rapidly. The lines between the virtual and the physical worlds are blurring. We have the technology to modify our own DNA, the very blueprint of life itself. And as we peer beyond the frontiers of our galaxy, we debate colonizing and mining other parts of the solar system. All of these advances bring up big questions. And these questions need a careful conversation. And like the president, I believe that conversation needs to be open to everybody, because all of us will be impacted by these changes. And I do wonder whether we can have a democratic conversation about these issues if people are left out of the discussions and the decisions in the way women have been excluded for so many years. The amazing women that President Higgins highlighted succeeded despite the system, not because of it. And there has been considerable progress since Dame Jocelyn Bell Burnell was taunted at every lecture by her all-male physics class, and Rosalind Franklin was not acknowledged for her role in discovering the DNA database. But again, to echo the President, there is, there is much to do. At Science Foundation Ireland, we've done research about how people in Ireland feel about science. The group that remains most disconnected is girls from less economically favorable backgrounds. So, as funders, while we might congratulate ourselves on having initiatives to attract girls to study STEM subjects or to recruit and retain female academics, we should never forget that there are many types of barriers. You know, all of us in this room, we've probably overcome different ones to get here, maybe some of us more than others. 
But I'm sure there are some of us who know what it feels like to have been left out of the conversation, who understand how it can make you question your abilities when you're excluded from the top table, and who recognise that it, it is harder to succeed, no matter how hard you lean in, when you're trying to compete in a system that only reluctantly bends to accommodate you. Role models are critically important. Our research in education tells us that students will not select courses if they cannot personally identify with the type of people they associate with that area. As the president outlined, you are all our role models. And even if it takes you out of your comfort zone, I believe that we all need to make ourselves visible so that we can show and not just tell the next generation that they can follow their dreams in science. Finally, there are other minorities in our society that are fighting to be given an equal opportunity of a career and a voice in science. Women and others, people of colour, those with disabilities, those from economically disadvantaged backgrounds, minorities and the LGBTQ community, they're underrepresented and underrecognised in science. As women, we are members of a group that knows what it feels like to be shut out. And I think we should make every effort to leave the doors wide open as we continue the march through the corridors of change. The challenges, thank you. Again, to echo the president, the challenges that we face now and will face into the future are not trivial. They need big and creative solutions that may come from unexpected places. Our very best hope of finding them is to have everyone in the room. Thank you.